Double tap. Don't be a hero. Beware of bathrooms. Enjoy the little things. The cardio? Yeah, you lost me on that one. Guys, if you couldn't figure out, we're talking about Zombieland today with some sour beers. Um, yeah, pretty much self-explanatory. It's, uh, I mean, it's a movie about zombies. And uh, we're going to do some beers that are sour. So here we go. Thanks, Jack. Welcome back to Little Hops of Horrors podcast. I am John. Thank you guys so much for the continued support uh, for the podcast. This is awesome. Um, still seeing the numbers. Everything's holding steady. Uh, this is cool. We're having a good time here. Um, keep coming up with more and more ideas for episodes in the future. We're sitting at, man, I would like to say almost two years worth now. Uh, so if I'm able to, to swing this for two years, uh, you guys are going to have to suffer through and listen to me for the next two years. And I'm sure if I try hard enough, I can find two years worth of beer to try. Uh, and that was fun to say. Um, but that's because I haven't had a lot to drink so far tonight. So <laughs> anyway, we're doing, uh, we're doing zombie land, um, hit horror comedy from 2009. Uh, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. And that, I feel like that was kind of like part of his like Renaissance, like his, his like comeback. Uh, cause I don't remember him being in a lot of stuff before, uh, this movie, uh, I remember he was in, like cheers and like white men can't jump and, um, those kind of movies. But, uh, well, I guess cheers isn't a movie. It's a TV show, idiot. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't remember him coming out. And then after that, it was, you know, true detective, you know, then now he's been in like everything, but, uh, he was so good in this, uh, great cast. You know, there's not a lot of people in it, uh, but everybody that's, that stars, well, they really star. They did a really good job. Um, alongside this fun ride of a movie, uh, we're going to be doing some sour beers, all sour episode. Yes, I took my Tums. I will be okay, probably. If not, uh, my wife will hear me groan in the middle of the night. Uh, no, I did it to myself, so she's not going to care. <laughs> beers on deck tonight, subsurface from Hitchhiker, uh, coming in at 7%. Uh, this particular variant? Uh, Sure. Um, not like COVID. It's, uh, it felt weird saying it like that. So maybe, maybe flavor, that doesn't sound right either. Um, but it's, it's a smoothie sour with mango, raspberry, and peach. And I'm currently sipping on this and it is delicious. Uh, nice and sweet, little tart, uh, not too, too sour. Um, after that, we got Sorbetto from Evergreen. They're pretty widely available in Pennsylvania. Uh, and this Sorbetto series is absolutely lights out. Um, that's a good one. And then we're going to follow it up with uh, some Lost Abbey out of California. And those dudes have been doing some really cool beers for a long time. Uh, this is a barrel-aged, bourbon barrel-aged, I believe. No, it just says barrel-aged. Okay. Um, Flanders Ale, which is like more of a classic sour. So it's uh, it's really aggressive. Uh, make sure you guys pay attention to that kind of stuff when you go to uh, you know a brewery and you're like, I, if you drink these heavily fruited sours, which are barely you know beer they're delicious don't get me wrong but it's barely beer if you you're under the impression that oh yeah i like sour beer and you you have this like sorbetto and these subsurfaces and you know stuff from like the mortalis of the world and the homes of the world and you know 450 north and drecker and you know all this all these kind of beers you drink that and you're like wow man i just i really would love to have a sour beer and then you get a flanders or like a wild ale 
and uh, it's like drinking vinegar in comparison. <laughs> uh, so just you know, be mindful. Pay attention to the if it says smoothie style, you're pretty much guaranteed to love it. If it says Flanders red ale or uh, you know wild ale or there's other you know variants, uh, but just pay attention. That's all. But what does make your beer sour, right? It's kind of weird. Uh, I remember the first time I had one, I was like, can a beer really be sour? Uh, yeah, it fucking can. It's really sour. <laughs> Some of these old school styles are really aggressive, um, but they kind of vary. You got the lambics of the world. They, they kind of specialize in that, like Belgium and uh, Europe mainly, like table beer. So think of just like a like a light, tart, easy, low ABV, just kind of like palate cleanser. That's kind of what what it reminds me of. But uh, some of these other ones here now rip the enamel off your teeth. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty rough, man. Uh, it takes a special kind of person to really crave that. And I was that person once upon a time. Uh, right now, my, uh, well, current, current me, not so much. Uh, I'll take it here and there, but I can't crush like whole bottles like I used to be able to. Bottom line, what makes your beer sour? Bacteria, wild strains of yeast and, and uh, you know, different strains of bacteria. That's what makes your beer funky. That's what makes it sour. Um, there, there are uh, certain breweries that take, you know, bacteria from like old cupboards and, and you know, they imported from, you know, God knows where. Uh, and that's, that's what makes your beer funky completely safe to eat. You know, there's a good, you know, there's good bacteria out there. You guys ever have blue cheese? Yeah. So don't get turned off by that, but that's what makes your beer sour. So now that we covered that, we're going to talk about this subsurface, subsurface, um, <laughs> a little bit. It is so drinkable, just 7% wouldn't know it. All the fruits come through. Like I said, little tart, little sweet, just nice, balanced, easy to drink in beer. Easy to drink and beer. Here we go. Six minutes in. Zombie land, right? No, I, I don't really have to do too much of a deep dive on this movie. It's been on, you know, God knows, cable TV for the past 14 years. I can't believe this movie's 14 years old already. My God, felt like, you know, it just, I don't know. It just feels like a movie that was made like five years ago, like always, you know, because it's like kind of timeless in a way. Um, but also, I don't know, maybe because it's like not, there's not a lot of technology in it. Uh, and it's just so well done. You know, the use of practical effects is, you know, timeless. They don't use a lot of CGI, a little bit here and there, but it's, it's, you know, not that noticeable. Um, but this is, uh, yeah, this is, this is about as good as it gets for like a horror comedy, just a fun ride of a movie. You know, I probably use that multiple times throughout the rest of this podcast so if that's that's what you want your drinking game to be today by all means uh you know go for it so i would like to say that this is one of the coolest opening scenes like you know of any movie you know uh, you got the metallica going on in the background such a great song um and just the different kills and the slow motion and the different you know environments that these people got caught up in and you know, it's like real time zombie apocalypse. Like, you know, you're at the middle of your job and, or there's like the father, son, three-legged race. And like the one dad's like dragging his kid and all the other dads and shit are chasing him. Like there's the stripper, you know, strip club thing. Um, it's just, it's just funny as hell, but I love the breakdown of the rules in the beginning, you know, in the intro, the first thing to go is the fatties. And I, I took that personally, 
you know, because I am fat and I have asthma. And so I probably would not fare very well in a zombie apocalypse. Not like some of these other bros out here that always say, man, I'd love to have zombie apocalypse. Dude, I could just sit there and kill zombies all day. All right, but it'd be real exhausting by like day three. I'd <laughs> be like, well, I just want to go to McDonald's, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's just, uh, yeah, they, 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 you know, I don't want to say they don't take themselves seriously because they do. It's like that kind of movie where they know what they're going for and they fucking nail it. You know, it's just, it's just a fun ride. It's, it's meant to be funny. The gore's great. The practical effects are great. There are some like, there's some nastiness to it. And you're like, oh man, I was like, not, you know, horror comedies tend to be a little, not as gory. You know, they kind of tone it down a little bit. They give you a little bit, but, um, yeah, this one in particular, they just, you know, right off the bat, you see a dude like, I think he's like a secret service agent. He just got fucking guts falling out of his mouth. He's like, oh, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, you know, I, I think, I don't know, uh, back to the guys that, that always, you know, talk about wanting to be in a, in a zombie apocalypse. There's, I mean, this, this, this was like a fad, I guess, after the walking dead. How long do you think you would last? Which what's your day? You know, everybody thinks like, oh, first couple of days. And then you're just like, yeah, but you got to keep going, <laughs> you know, like past that. Um, but, eh, you know, whatever. So anyway, we get introduced to our, our characters. You want know, one of them, you get the, the nerdy, you know, recluse who doesn't do anything. He just plays video games and drinks Mountain Dew and eats pizza. And he's got like a hot neighbor. Well, that's what he says. This is pre poop the bed amber heard uh then she turns into a you know god whatever whatever the hell she is but uh <laughs> i love the the comedic angle when she does turn in the apartment and he just doesn't know what to do and i feel like that is such a real life scenario that if you're just hanging out with like your buddy or uh <laughs> just whoever and they turn into a zombie. You're like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what? Like, it's not, you're not just like, I'm going to grab a knife and stab you. No, you're gonna be like, fuck, I have a plate of, you know, half eaten pizza rolls here. I'm going to throw it at your face and hope for the best. Uh, so that scene in the bathroom just cracks me up. I mean, he's like spraying her with like Lysol and just like throwing cotton balls at her face and everything. It's fucking great. But yeah, you know, so shortly after that, he wanders out into the world and uh, he explains a little rule book to us and shows us why and why it's not effective. Uh, and he runs into Woody Harrelson's character, who's just hell bent on fucking kicking the shit out of every undead person he can find, uh, all while trying to find some Twinkies, which that's. Okay, everybody has a treat, right? They all have like a like a favorite snack. What What's yours? Mine is not a Twinkie. You know, I'm I'm a savory kind of guy. Uh, like I like, you know, I don't know, Doritos, like Cooler Ranch or like just OG nacho cheese or maybe some like cheddar sour cream and ruffles. But I don't know if I would go for, I don't know if I'd go for Twinkies. I just wouldn't. I don't know, something to think about. What would you guys do? Let me know in the uh, comment section of our Facebook page, right? Little Hops of Horrors podcast or on Instagram, Little Hops of Horrors podcast, um, or just email me or text me. Cause I know like all 45 of you people that listen now, um, I might, I might've 
inflated those numbers just a little bit, but that's between me and all of you. Anyway, <clears throat> so this is just fun. Like I said, this is, you know, it's just a movie about a, a I'm watching this again. You know, they talk about zombie land, right? And they show zombies like in the beginning, in the opening credits and, and stuff. And, and there's the occasional one that they encounter uh, along the way. But it is more about the four people that end up, you know, kind of coming together. And uh, we're going to get to the next set of characters here in a second. As soon as I take a sip of this beer and, you know, open up the next one. So give me a second. Surprisingly, that fruited sour was like really easy to just chug. Oh, you guys ever play that game on like social media where they say, you know, uh, a burglar breaks into your house and you have to defend yourself with whatever's on your left and on your right? What are those items? Uh, so let's play that game with a. Oh, you hear that? It's so good. Uh, let's play that game with a zombie apocalypse. It's a zombie apocalypse, and a zombie breaks in your house. What are you using? Right now, I have a, ha uh, not a hazy IPA. <laughs> I have a smoothie sour and a picture of Godzilla, so I don't think I'm going to do all that well, but, uh, you know, you never know. Um, maybe he just, maybe he's allergic to beer. Maybe he's, like, gluten-free or something, and I can, you know, maybe I'll swell up or, something, you know, pass out. I don't know. Back to this movie. So we get to the... Uh, we did a grocery store scene, which is fun. Uh, you know, there's the, the little banjo uh, nod to, uh, well, nod, ode, nod, ode. Which one should I use in this context? Deliverance. And then the big dude comes out and then he, you know, says something about, uh, oh, what the hell does he say? You sure do got a pretty mouth and cracks him in the face. That's great. Um Kills the other dude with the shears, you know, wish we could have seen that obviously, but you know, what can you do? The bloody, you know, shears sliding across the floor would have to do. Uh, and then we encounter, I if you guys heard that, I swear to God, that was just my chair. I did not rip ass on air. Uh, <laughs> not saying I haven't, I just do it very quietly. Uh, but that is, we have a squeaky chair. So <laughs> now we're introduced to the sisters. <laughs> um, there's an older girl and a younger girl. I think and they never say how, how old the uh, older one is, but it's the same age as the dorky kid in the beginning of the movie, roughly. And there's like a 12 year old and they play a trick on the, you know, the two fellas. And, and <laughs> this movie could have been drastically different if this, now spoiler alert, uh, Bill Murray dies later in the film, uh, but, and by the hands of the nerdy kid. Now, what if he had had that same just cold-blooded fucking heartedness there and <laughs> just, yeah, she's sick. Okay, bang, just shot her right in the fucking face in the back of that grocery store. No, can't do that. But uh, they do put a lot of trust in two strangers saying, you know, oh, my God, she's sick. Uh, please, you know, put her out of her misery. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, what can you do? All right, take another sip of this new beer. Uh, this is Sorbetto 59. God knows how many there are, but there's at least 59 of them. So it's a sour ale with pineapple, passion fruit, orange cream. The fuck is orange cream? I don't know. Let's see. That doesn't even taste sour like at all. There's like, man, these things are crazy. It's almost like vanilla 
you know, like a, like a creamsicle kind of thing. Really good. Really, really good. These beers are fucking killer. Um, let's take a look here. I forgot to toss in the old untapped rating. Um, yeah, the subsurface that we had earlier, sitting at 7%, 4.15 on untapped. This sorbetto here that I'm drinking now, 6%. Doesn't taste like beer, literally at all. Uh, just tastes like something you make to uh, help your New Year's uh, resolution out. You know, some like clean diet fruit thing. Um, but it's in it four two three on Untapped, and then we have that red poppy from uh, Lost Abbey. Hopefully, there's no drug test on Monday because there are poppy seeds in that. Uh, and I don't know if that would show up or not. Uh, Regardless, this is sitting at 6.5, which is weird for a barrel-aged anything. I guess wild ales and stuff tend to be a little lower ABV, but anyway. You guys ever watch these like end-of-the-world apocalyptic movies, and there's always power, and the cars always have gas, and they can always find food, or there's unlimited ammo, you know? It's like if you think about it too hard, and you just dissect the shit out of it, yeah, you're going to find some, I guess, plot holes. But if you just like go along for the ride, you're going to have a good time. And that's what this movie's about. I'm going to take a sip of beer. There we go. Also, the two cars that they use in this fucking movie, there's like a Cadillac Escalade, right? And then there's a, there's a Hummer, like an H2, which these are two badass vehicles. Of course, you'd want something like that in the apocalypse, except, you know, they get what, like six miles to the gallon. So like every other hour, you're going to have to fill up. And then where they were driving, there was like no fucking, get okay, we're, go. <clears throat> we're not going to dissect the movie like that. We're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy the little things, right? Like they say too in the movie, the scenes where, so obviously, they, you know, they break up, they, you know, get kidnapped and then they get unkidnapped or whatever. They all decide to just hang out and do stuff together. The scene where they go to that, uh, that like Indian reservation and they go into that store and it's that store that your mother would tell you, like, keep your, don't you touch anything. Keep your hands in your pockets. Don't, don't touch anything. Don't look at anything. Uh, cause everything was very breakable and on very unstable shelving and very breakable. It just, it's like a kid's just, I want to touch that and poke it and just, you know, maybe that's not every child. Maybe that's just me. Cause I still wanted to do that. That scene where they're just wreaking havoc in that fucking place, breaking the glass, throwing stuff. Oh, I was so jealous. It just looked like so much fun. I know they have those like panic room, not panic room. That's a bad thing. The the stress room, you can like rent a room and beat up an old tube TV and pay money to beat up a TV. You can do that in your basement for free. Uh, well, you have to have a TV anyway. Um, but that just looked like so much fun, like such a you know like a nice stress reliever. Uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. So we find out that uh, you know. Grass isn't always greener. Well, that's a bad way to put it. The East always thinks that the West has it better, that that's where the utopia is and vice versa. And so everybody's kind of on this search for, you know, where they got to go. And they, they kind of end up coming together and just figuring out, oh, let's get to, let's get the little girl to the, you know, Disney world or whatever the hell it was called. It's like Pacific Rim 
Pacific Paradise, Pacific something. And, uh, well, where else would you stay? Where else would you stay if you're going to Los Angeles, right? You're going to go to Bill fucking Murray's house. Now, we know that's not his middle name. That's like my, that whole interaction between him and Woody Harrelson might be the best of the movie. It's just fantastic. He's like, yeah, I've been watching you since I could masturbate. Not that those two things are related. It's just fucking funny. It's good. We're plowing right through this movie. I guess there's not really, you know, you watch it in return. And like most of the actions at the beginning and in the end, you know, as far as like actual zombies, the middle, there's a little bit there, um, but not too much, you know, more about the character development and them coming together, setting aside their differences. Um, and then the one time where he doesn't wear his seatbelt because uh, the, the hot girl does not not to. But so <laughs> we're coming to the Bill Murray scene. I'm going to finish this beer. We're going to get on to the last one because I think that's going to be the most fun to kind of dissect. So give me a second. And we're back just like that. But all right, let's hear this. Our world's favorite, our world's favorite, <laughs> our favorite sound. Dang. Oh, 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 oh. We got a little runnage. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Okay, we caught it. Dang, dude. This thing's like, you hear that? She fizzy. So I got this per recommendation from our buddy at uh, Arsenal Beer down in Lawrenceville. Thanks, Pat. Um, this, man, yeah, it's definitely a change from the other two. So it's definitely sour. It's also very dry. Uh, and I don't know if the barrel helps mellow that out, but, uh, overall it's pretty solid. The barrel's kind of nice. You don't really... Can't really tell it might just be oak or something. Um doesn't say specific, you know, if it's a barrel or you know, bourbon or whiskey or but normally, you know, when you taste a you taste a beer, that that flavor profile comes through. So I don't think that's what this is. I think it's just oak or something. It's tasty though. That's pretty nice. Um Yeah, think like like uh like a dry red tart. That's probably the best way I can describe it. So it's, like, it's definitely like very dry compared to the other two beers. Um, that's a cool, that's a cool beer. Yeah, it's about what I thought it would be. Um, so we get to Bill Murray's house. <laughs> There's your weird transition for the day. I should have a drop for that. And they, uh, they get to play Ghostbusters and, uh, you know, the, the the two the group splits and you have Woody Harrelson, you know, practically orgasming that he's meeting Bill Murray and the young, you know, the older girl with him and they decide to play a prank on the uh on the old nerdy kid who has the hots for. And so Bill Murray comes wandering in and pretends to be a zombie and all this stuff and fucking cold blooded killer, Cole Hand Luke over here, motherfucker, just ups and shoots him. And unfortunately, that's our kill of the week. <laughs> yeah, sorry for the delay there, but uh, you get the point. Uh, like I said, we're working on new drops. I wish I had something sadder for that. <laughs> something a little like you don't want to see Bill Murray get killed. Like he's 
He's Bill Murray. He's a national treasure. Protect that man. They don't waste much time, though. They toss his ass right over the balcony <laughs> and they get back to partying. <laughs> but, you know, again, oh, and by the way, the reason that the uh, the zombie kill of the week, which is in this movie, which I, I thought was funny, and no, it did not influence my kill of the week segment, uh, but it is kind of, you know, ironic that it's in here. Um, <laughs> the fucking old lady that was going into the church and she dropped the fucking piano on the, on the zombie chasing her, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's man you gotta use that for like a fucking like a horde of zombies you can't take out one dude with that just close the door behind you, you ain't getting in probably but <laughs> anyway so after you know they kill bill murray and uh toss his ass out of his house they decide to you know let's let's take it easy let's unwind with a nice relaxing game of fucking monopoly how do you relax with monopoly i don't understand my brother and i will play that and i get so fucking mad at him because he kicks the shit out of me literally every single time i try his strategy and and it, he kicks my ass i try my strategy he kicks my ass i look up strategies he kicks my ass same outcome every single time i don't understand so i can only imagine four people in the midst of a zombie apocalypse you know maybe just landing on you know the hotel and having to pay out the last of their money and it's just not going well. You know, I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> again, this is, you know, uh, old, old, old young buck uh, shortly thereafter ends up getting uh, getting cock blocked by Woody Harrelson. And uh, the girls ditch him again. <laughs> they just keep doing this the whole movie. They're like, oh, we want to hang out with you. No, just kidding. Fucking women. Confusing sometimes. Throwing mixed signals, you know. Um, we later find out that, uh, Jesse Eisenberg cannot ride a motorcycle as he plows right into the ditches or ditches, Jesus Christ, bushes. There's a ditch by the bush. Maybe. I don't know why I said ditches. Um, but that scene just cracks me up. <laughs> so the girls make it to the amusement park and, uh, you know, old Columbus and Tallahassee have this heart to heart, Woody Harrelson and Jesse Eisenberg. They have this heart to heart about why they should go after the girls because they're family now. And uh, the girls, for some reason, wander into Pacific Paradise, Pacific Place, whatever it's called. And wouldn't you know, just a few switches turns on every fucking ride and every light and gets the attention of every zombie within a fucking 400 mile radius, apparently. And uh, they don't lock the doors. They don't check the gates, anything. They're just like, yay, let's go ride this ride. And uh, we were watching and. I guess you don't need an operator. I guess are, there, are these things timed? Uh, but yeah, so they just hop on these things and then they're like, oh no, there's zombies coming. Who could have thought? So they climb to the highest peak and then they get stuck up there. And uh, two guys come to the rescue. And this is like maybe the, the most fun of the movie because there's just Woody Harrelson kicking ass just for like 10 minutes straight. Uh, he's got that Tommy gun. He runs over the fucking zombie. Then he backs over it. Then he runs over it again. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> There's your double tap, <laughs> but this is basically like this. This is the other kill of the week nominee. If I didn't already use it, uh, everything that Woody Harrelson does in the amusement park are the kills, kills of the weeks, kills of the week. Yeah. We'll just, uh, 
runner-up. There we go. <clears throat> uh, yeah, him flying around that fucking lake. So I'm from Pittsburgh. We have this thing called like the kangaroo. Uh, so I just imagine him. At, I'm relating all of these to like Kennywood rides. And he's flying around the kangaroo, just like mowing down zombies. And then that super cool scene where he just hops in that little like toy bin, you know, that little like square thing, throws the gates up and then has his desert eagles or whatever he has and just mows down every zombie that comes after him. Uh, it's just a, just a nice way to end the movie. They all have fun. It's a good time. Fucking Columbus shoots the last goddamn case of Twinkies with the shotgun. That son of a bitch. I think, I think Woody Harrelson's character was more broken up about that than he was about Bill Murray's death, <laughs> which was, you know, you would think would be equally tragic, but I guess not. All in all, yeah, we're gonna do this a uh, little shorter episode tonight. All in all, this is a nine out of ten for me. Uh, it's just a fun movie. It's mindless. You can throw it on. You not really. There's not really a storyline. It's just like funny one-liners, some kind of cool kills here and there, and uh, some some decent gore. Uh, that's about it. But yeah, this is one of the uh, you know where we got a busy weekend coming up. Uh, kiddos getting closer to being here, so we're uh, banging out some housework. So I figured, you know, compromise with the wife. And this is one of the horror movies that she will watch. Yes, my wife that does not like horror movies. And I have a horror movie podcast. <laughs> uh, so I figured, you know, we could do something together. So, yeah. Uh, well, she didn't drink. Let me make that clear. I drank for her. And um, all in all, like the beers tonight. Obviously like the movie. Uh, I'm going to try to get back on track next week with something a little more spooky. Grab some beers while I was on my camping trip when we were out in the like central north central PA, northeast central PA, if that's a direction. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll do a little little uh, I don't know episode on with those beers that I grabbed because uh, they're all pretty good. Well, I've only had one of them, so. <laughs> But I was one of them. Uh, it's from Logyard, and quick, you can leave if you want. But this is my time. Um, one of them says it's a, it's like Pine Man, or something. And they named a beer after it, and they said it's a, a it's a cryptid, right? Like it, like it's a like it's lore, like it like it's a haunted entity that they you know that is famous up in that area. And I looked online, and I did not see anything. Everything came up like the New Jersey Devil, and you know. Stuff like that. <laughs> Hashtag take a drink. Oh, I forgot how sour that was. Oh, it's not sour when you're expecting sour, but when you're not expecting sour, that's when it's sour. That sums up sours for you. Um, all in all, I did pretty well on the tongue tied shit tonight. I don't think I uh, tripped over myself too much. Anyway. Like I said, we got a bunch of movies to choose from here on the docket. Uh, very excited to uh, move forward on some of this stuff. I know Father's Day this is this weekend, so happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, well, I guess it would be yesterday because it airs to Monday. So happy Father's Day yesterday. To everybody that's a father that listens to this, um, yeah. Anyway, hope you guys... Uh, if you haven't checked out Zombieland, I don't know. Uh, 
how because uh, it's been out for forever. Um, go try some sour beers. Go try some cool shit. I'll catch you guys next week. Cheers.